Hello, everyone. What's going on? Uh, I'm Game Day Greg alongside Benny Buckets. Uh, we are Line Breaker Sports, the podcast, episode six. Uh, today's going to be a little bit different type of podcast for you guys, folks. Uh, this is going to be our first sort of improv uh, episode. Uh, six episodes in, this is our first improv one. That's pretty good. So uh, we are still going to talk about everyone's favorite episode, our favorite segment, Soccer Talk. <laughs> We'll have extensive soccer talk. Benny Buckets will get, dive deep into the analytics, um, into the locations of the pitches and whatnot. So uh, make sure you stay tuned for that. And then I'll, I'll chime in he- here and there as well. Um, I'm sorry, Breaker Nation. My soccer fandom has gone downhill. Uh, I've watched. Uh, we'll debate that, actually. Uh, Benny Buckets and I will debate that. Uh, but we'll do some soccer talk. We're going to talk about just sports headlines, uh, kind of the hot topics that are going on in the sports climate right now. Um, some interesting headlines for sure. But uh, yeah, it's just going to kind of be an improv um, show and we'll just uh, kind of talk sports, what guys do. So, But first and foremost, Benny Buckets, how are you doing today? Uh, we're doing great, Greg. We've got a lot of soccer here today. We're recording on a Wednesday this week. A little, little different for a, That's right. it's a little, little Thursday. A little, little right. different, a little weird. Uh, but uh, we've got some great Premier League fixtures today. Everton and uh, we'll be traveling over to the Emirates to play uh, Arsenal, of course. And uh, we also have a second bonus game. These are matches that had to be rescheduled due to European competition uh, that could not be played. So... Uh, they're re- rescheduled fixtures in the Premier League, and we also have why? Why were they rescheduled? Uh, because they uh, there were there were other matches that that took uh, precedent over the Premier League uh, European competitions, such as the UEFA Champions League and the uh, the uh, the Europa League. So when those those matches are scheduled, there's a conflict with the champ with the uh, Premier League. The Premier League is the one that gets bounced and has to be rescheduled. By the, why do, why by, do they schedule it for the same day? Uh, well, Europa or, so, or, or same time or same the, time. Well, the Europa League is always played on Thursdays, and the Champions Leagues are played on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, as to not affect the weekend fixtures when the majority of fixtures are played in the domestic leagues. So uh, that's just the set schedule. And if you have a match that's scheduled during one of those times, uh, then you have to reschedule the match for a different time. So these are rescheduled fixtures due to due to European competition. This is the way of the. This is the way it works in domestic. Another new one, folks. Another new one. Another, <laughs> Another new, new wrinkle. Uh, Greg doesn't understand the schedule league. He doesn't understand the transfer. Uh, don't window. understand a lot of it, folks. And I don't know if you do either. So, uh, <laughs> but Benny Buckets does his best. I will add to explain <laughs> everything. And he, uh, the, the common man probably does understand it, but I, for some reason, my I can't wrap my brain around some of this. Uh, why can't we just have it for different times of the day or different days? Why, why do we have to flat out cancel something for uh, someone else? Uh, like, uh, go to big Big Brother's baseball game instead of uh, Little Brother's baseball game because Big Brother. <laughs> It's just more important. So that, I don't know. It doesn't make uh, yes. The sense. European winning winning all of Europe in the Champions League is more important than winning the Premier League. Just play it at different times or play it at a different date. Like what do you, what do you have to cancel it for? Oh, it's just the way it works, Greg. You know, it's just, just, it's, that's uh, all right. It's, it's European, right. man. It's a little bit different than your than your uh, than your pristine American scheduling and uh, you know that sort of thing. Oh, there's nothing pristine about American scheduling. It's just uh, I don't know. It's, it's, I think it's just soccer in general, but that's okay. <laughs> all uh, right. Anyway, <laughs> but we're doing good. We're looking forward to these fixtures today. So uh, perfect. In addition to the week. And as well, next week you also are going to have your Champions League and Europa League. Champions League is back. 
for leg number two of the round of 16 fixtures. So you're going to get the uh, the aggregate scoring, of course. The winner of the aggregate scoring, the two legs combined will move on. If it's a tie score at the end of the second leg between the two fixtures, then you will go to extra time, which will be 30 minutes, plus the added time or stoppage time. And if it's still tied at the end of that, the aggregate scoring, we will go to penalty shootout. So mm. um, that is uh, that is something to look forward to. We have three, three straight days there of wall-to-wall European uh, European Champions League and Europa League action Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, next week. So very exciting. Wow. Get ready, folks. What, is, what does wall-to-wall look like? Is that wake up to... Wake uh, up to well, to... on Thursday on the Europa League, yes. You will wake up and, uh, at 10.45, 12.45 Eastern time. Not wake up, but most people will be up by then. But uh, some people maybe not, but who knows. Uh, but 12.45 Eastern until approximately 5 p.m. Eastern, you're going to have Europa League action all day. And then on, on Tuesday, 3 p.m., you have two games, two two fixtures, two matches. A 3 p.m. Eastern fixture, uh, two, two 3 p.m. Eastern fixtures on both Tuesday and Wednesday. So you'll have four total fixtures there on, uh, on, on, uh, on Tuesday and Wednesday. And the following week, you're going to have – Another, the second leg of the Europa League of the of the aggregate scoring, and more, the, more scoring, uh, folks, more uh, scoring, <laughs> more more scoring in the second leg, <laughs> and the, yes, generally more scoring in the second leg, and then in the second uh, the second Europa League, you're going to have uh, more uh, more stuff going on there as well. Another additional scenario there uh, where you're going to have another leg, another set of games, another four games, all starting at 3 p.m. Eastern, two on Tuesday, the following week and two on Wednesday of the following week. So you will have a total of eight Champions League matches played this over the next two days and Wednesdays, the next two weeks. So This is this is all fantastic. Just so yes. many legs, fixtures, uh, <laughs> matches, just so much everything here, folks. Uh, so much soccer. That, that's my definition of fun here. Uh, so, yeah, all right. Uh, so we'll have an advantage. We'll have an extensive soccer talk, and then – I'm going to get into one of my systems uh, that I think have, I've seen uh, has worked with uh, over the past couple of weeks. Um, I know Benny Buckets has his soccer play system that he's going to talk about during soccer talk that continues to just scorch. Um, he, he is he's on fire, folks, in Fuego. So, um, yeah, I'm going to talk about one of my systems for a little bit. Uh, it isn't the NBA. Uh, I won't go into any more detail, but it is in the NBA, a sport that is more uh, common over here. Uh, we we, we find that in uh, on ESPN, on some of these more uh, nationally broadcast um, <laughs> channels, as you will. So but you don't uh, you don't have the Peacock or Paramount Plus. To get no, you TV. don't have to pull out your TV guides. Yeah, you don't you don't have to scroll five pages into Google to find the TV guide for La Liga. Uh, play versus uh Germany. what about the bundesliga the yeah bundesliga i just the- i was just you you read it right off my mind i was literally just gonna say german bundesliga yes uh, play. thank you for clarifying too as well that as, as opposed german. to dutch yeah. as opposed to the dutch bundesliga yes yeah. folks before the podcast started i didn't know the word bundesliga existed so I, i'd say progress is definitely being made so but again that debate will be later folks that, that is going to be a skip bayless 
Uh, oh, please. I hope you're Skip. Uh, I'm not Skip. Uh, I don't, yeah, I, you're, you know, Nobody, Nobody's claiming folks, Skip. Uh, folks, if, if we're going off physical builds here, I think this is more. Uh, Benny Buckets is Skip Bayless. I may be Shannon Sharp, but that's okay. Uh, um, yeah, I don't. I, I, I hate to break it to the viewers here, but I, I doubt game day Greg has an eight-pack when he's 60 years old like, like Shannon Oh, Sharp, yeah, I, I have a eight. You got a keg pack, maybe. Keg, yes, keg pack, keg. but yes. As uh, do I, as do I. Just yes, bodily wise, I am more similar to Shannon Sharp than Skip Bayless. He is taller. He is taller. Yeah, correct, correct. And Skip Bayless is on the little bit shorter side. Diminutive, diminutive side. Yes, that's right. Uh, Um, so all right, that'll that'll be we we have devolved into Skip Bayless talk. I never thought we'd get there, folks. Uh, Clearly, things have already gone off the rails seven minutes in. So. That's, I feel like that's three minutes longer than last episode. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> again, progress, folks. That's that's what we're trying to make here at Line Breaker Sports. Yep. Excellent. So, all, right. all right. Do you want to get into it? Well, yeah, I think you're going to start us off there with the NBA uh, system you got there, bud. All right. I'll do that first. Okay. All right. We're going off the rails here. I, I believe, um, I believe soccer <laughs> talk is perennially the last segment, so. Sure, wait, wait, and then we can do less. some hot takes, and then uh, we'll do the soccer talk. So go ahead. Well, let's get let's get the NBA plays you got there, sir. Sure. So this is my first system that I'm going to be ringing to you guys. This is called a PRA uh, points, rebounds, and assists. So uh, as you all know, there are player props that you can bet as well as just uh, sides and totals for games. Um, sometimes there's more value if you like a certain player or a certain player's been on fire, not uh, streak, and you know they're going to score points, or you like the matchup that they have. Um, so you can certainly find value in specific player matchups. And over the past, I'd say, month or so, I've really discovered some value in this points, rebounds, assist um, line that we have here. So there's a couple players that I've been focused on. Um, and that's where, where where you have to start here, folks. You can't just be taking any player in any game if you think they're going to have a good game because these lines are high because they're points, rebounds, and assists. Sometimes you're typically for your best players, you'll find it in the low 40s to high 30s. Your mid-tier players will be the upper 20s to lower 30s uh, in that range. Um, and again, it depends on the matchup. Um, it could, uh, their defensive matchup depends on the team that they're playing. Um, so there's a lot of factors that go into it, but there's a few players that I feel that the sports books are not um, valuing appropriately. And here at line breakers, that's what we try to do. We try to break uh, the sports, um, the people who make the lines or we are the line breakers. So the first player I have here is the the star. I would star this three times. This is, this is my number one play. Um, it's been working for me for a couple of weeks. Uh, really since he's been traded and that's miles bridges folks of the brooklyn nets um his uh, i believe you mean mikhail bridges oh mikhail bridges miles oh, bridges is still oh, not in the league right now little, oh little, that is a little domestic little domestic scenario so there. that is a mike mike draft that is a that is a big difference in character yes. as well between miles and mikhail so, so we're, we're at the end of the year we're going to have um the the, the not top the not top 10 uh, out, drops you know, outtakes are, yes from, outtakes and yeah. that that'll be it'll be that, more bra- bracket style not top 10 it'll be a, uh, a sweet 16 type bracket that will make the list that will make yes list. that'll probably be like the four seed I, I feel like i'll mess up uh way more than that yeah that's okay that's okay uh yeah all right so mikhail bridges he's been stuck at 28 and a half his pra has been at 28 and a half the past five games and he has been over that number 
pretty consistently. Uh, he's been over nine of the past 11 games, and he is at least 15 games over 500 on that line uh, throughout the year. So he gets to his spot. He's a focal point in the Nets offense. I don't know why the line makers are still keeping it at 28 and a half. I believe this should be in the low 30s. He's putting out 15 to 20 shots a game. And with those type of shot attempts, you're going to get points um, and you're going to go to the line um, for free points there. And then just the assists and the rebounds that he puts up. He's a great defensive player. He's stuck on usually the best offensive player, whoever they're playing against. So he's going to see um, a lot of defensive plays. He's going to get some rebound attempts. Um, so, and the Nets have shooters as well. So they have guys who can shoot to three, which helps for assist purposes. So I love Mikel Bridges. I would pick him. Uh, we're recording on a Wednesday, so I'd say pick him tonight, but this is not coming out until Friday morning for you guys. So, uh, yeah, a little with the confusion with the scheduling, but that's okay. Life happens. Um, all right, another pick for you guys, uh, Paolo Bancaro uh, of the Orlando Magic. That's another PRA that I like. He is consistently hit over the past 10 games. He's another one that's around 26.5 to 27.5. Um, and again, I keep saying this every episode, but it's important because the value c- could really change. You could get different prices at different sports books, but if you just take 30 minutes as opposed to five minutes to put in a bet, you, you could find good value over time. Uh, you may find a minus 120 as opposed to a minus 130. And over time, that's going to add up. Uh, so it'll be from a few shekels to a lot of shekels, folks. Okay. So uh, I, yeah, yeah, definitely just do, do your research. If, if you're going to put in the time, you're going to put in your money uh, for these picks. You might, yeah, you might as well um, put in the effort. So Paolo Bancaro would be my second one. And then the third one, I like this one a lot. Uh, Jalen Brunson of the New York Knicks, my New York Knicks, uh, who have been on absolute tear recently, 6-0 and since Josh Hart has been traded. Jalen Brunson has certainly benefited from that. He has been at around the 33 and a half to 34 and a half for his PRA uh, the past week, uh, week and a half now. And he has consistently gone over. He's the point guard of a very good New York Knicks team who have a lot of offensive weapons who like to shoot off the, off the, um, off the catch off the pass. So uh, he'll get his assists. He gets around seven, eight assists a game and his shot attempts are again around the 20 to 25 range folks and he drives to the basket more than any point guard that I've seen um, at least in the next uniform quite some time, but that's not saying a lot um, for the past at least 10 to 15 years. So yeah, those are my three, I would say top plays for my PRAs, but there's value. There could be value in any game. I, I like looking at key players on okay teams. Like the Nets are an okay team right now. The magic aren't, are up and coming. They're, they're not good right now, but they're up and coming. And the Knicks, again, are a good team. I'm never going to call them a great team unless they win a playoff round. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they're, they're, I like key players on good teams or role players on good teams like Marcus Smart, uh, who gets involved in more ways than just scoring the ball. A lot of he gets down in the paint. He nitty gritty. He's, he's defending. He's defending centers at times. He'll defend anyone uh, defending player of the uh, defensive player of the year. So uh, he, he gets his rebounds, he gets his assists. So, and another way to see if a PRA line is off in my mind would be, you can actually take the point, uh, you can take a specific player and look at their points total, their rebounds total and their assist total. And you can add that up. And there is a discrepancy 
um, I'd say about half the time between that number, that total, and then their PRA line. Um, so you can find it almost like two to three points. Um, so I find that interesting. Uh, so that that's something to look at. Do your homework. Uh, again, I'll stress that. <laughs> Do your homework. So that's my that's my PRA um, system. Again, it's been working for me for about the past month. Uh, we'll go into what Linebreaker Sports has been doing on their daily plays. If you haven't been checking us out, I highly suggest it um, on our Twitter, our three daily plays. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll break down the record for the year and the month. So, uh, yeah, that that's well, I feel like that's the most I've talked on this podcast without uh, Benny Buckets talk there. Yes, we are no no interruption, no interruption there. So very uh, very good, uh, very good, very good analysis there. Breaking down the the prop, the player prop market of the points, rebound, assists. Now, bear in mind, folks, I think this is uh, worth noting that you with the player props, you generally have to give up and lay more juice. Generally, the default for player props depends on the book. Uh, DraftKings is typically minus one fifteen. FanDuel is one fourteen to one fifteen. And uh, Caesars is around 117. So, you know, a typical game, uh, if both sides are equally likely to happen, according to the book, it's minus 110, generally, for most sports. Uh, in in, uh, in the, With the player props, it's minus 115. So you do, do have to give up a little bit more juice uh, or lay a little bit more juice in order to place those wagers. But uh, just something as a, as a disclosure, uh, the disclosure right. there, uh, just be aware of. So. Thank you, many buckets. Appreciate that. Not, not as much juice as your system there. Um, That's but, true. Not as much juice. But right. uh, yes, nonetheless, there is. I'd say the plays that I've been looking at, it's been minus one fifteen to minus one twenty five even. So there you go. Minus um, one fifteen to one twenty five. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, definitely. I'd say the soccer plays are generally on the unders. I like are minus one twenty five to minus one thirty five. For the most part, so sometimes yeah, I've seen a few minus one forty to minus one forty five rolling. Sometimes there. a little bit more, but you yeah, know. yeah, I listen to them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah sometimes yeah. I'll throw in. Hey, a... listen, if it wins money, it wins money. You know what I'm saying? That's so, right. Uh, That's right. Money talks. Money talks. Money talks, and uh, what's to say? Money talks and uh, bullshit walks. I believe. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> This is on Spotify, but it is not necessarily fam. Well, it's it's generally family friendly, but we. We we would we would probably rate this episode instead of G a little PG a little PG action for this episode, but uh, okay, anyway, all right, very perfect. Good. Thank you for letting the listeners know that this is PG. All right, thank you. PG parental guidance. All right, <laughs> very good. So, um, oh all right, so that's my PRA talk. Okay. Any do you have uh, any updates? Let's talk about your updates on your talk on your system there. His system has been uh, well, on we'll fire. Well, we'll get into folks. that during. Oh, okay, we do that. I was, I was thinking we do that during soccer talking. So it was soccer. Oh, today, but we, we got it. it is soccer. No, 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 no. We no. Okay, right, we one just, se- one segment for soccer is good enough. Yeah, folks. one That's, segment for soccer is good. That's I don't care I if this is an improv episode. The one yeah. one segment for soccer is, is plenty. <laughs> <laughs> we're, 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 this is almost too much soccer already, but uh, for my liking, at least, I'm shaking over here. But that's uh, that's all right. That's all right. Um, uh, yes. Uh, game, right, just... uh, game, game day, Greg. I don't think he'll be making his way to Europe for uh, any sitting in the away section for any of the fixtures over there in the Premier League or Champions League anytime soon. I don't. I don't. Nope, see that I don't see myself uh, knowing what sides away or home, anyways. Then so, again, uh, if then again, if if they were playing in game day, Greg, and they're playing in a park about a half a mile away from game day, Greg's house, and it was 
Barcelona and Real Madrid playing, I don't think Game Digger would go watch if it was if it was if it was free. So, uh, but uh, yeah, yes. you're right. I, I would not. <laughs> it's very accurate. Um, <laughs> Kind of yeah. how I feel about college baseball. They were playing in my backyard. They were playing uh, in, in the park next to my uh, complex here. I don't think I'd go watch either. So, but he still loves baseball, folks. He's, he I, loves I major love league baseball. baseball. I just he's major. Not, major. When it comes to college, it's just oh no. No, I don't guess. give me any totally college. different sport. Totally different sport. Totally, yes. uh, bat, wood bat. You know, uh, metal bats. Okay, right. you know, no pitch clock in college. Right. All right, no shift uh, discrepancy. You know, totally different sport. Totally different. Sport. Yeah, yeah. Different, different set of rules. Smaller bases. You know, I mean. Way behind this... the times. College baseball, way behind the times. Way behind the times. No, no. College baseball is ahead of the times. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, you got to uh, go to a game. You got to go to a game. I'll, I will go to a soccer game. Uh, I feel like this isn't a one-to-one scenario, but I, I will go to a soccer game if you go to two college baseball games. Where are you going to find a soccer game in Mississippi, sir? Do they have Oh, this, this will be a road affair. This is not a uh, – no, oh, this is, I'm not oh. going to your local elementary school soccer game here. <laughs> I, I am going to a real soccer game. Oh, you, you will go to an MLS match? Although it may be as interesting, if not more interesting. Um, <laughs> especially if they get orange slices to everybody. Uh, yeah, I, I would go to an MLS match. I don't know where the closest MLS team Probably Nashville would be Nashville. Okay, Houston, Nashville. Houston's got a team. That's close. I don't know if it is or it isn't, but yeah, probably Nashville will be closer. Dallas is also got a team. Okay, but yeah, okay. So you have to go to two college baseball games then, because there's a college baseball team right in your backyard. There's two. Yeah, Grand Canyon and uh, well, Division One anyway. Grand Canyon and uh, and Arizona State. But I'll give it some thought. Well, we'll we'll. I don't know if we're going to venture out. I don't know if we're going to do it, but we'll see. We'll, we'll, th- we'll give it some thought. We'll give it some thought. That's, that's all yeah. I can hope for, I guess. Moving on thought. to the news of the day. Uh, are there any topics you'd like to hit on? So you, you want to do a little potpourri here. So go ahead. <laughs> sure. Uh, I guess with the biggest topic right now, uh, Jalen Carter, uh, NFL's top, probably top draft prospect, uh, charged with racing in a fatal crash uh, this morning here. Um which I don't think was a shock to him, but I guess was kind of a shock to us. The timing of all this at the combine was going to speak with reporters, going to speak with teams today, but uh, was since pulled um, from the combine and has not spoken to anybody. Nor... Not pulled from the combine, pulled from speaking to reporters. Pulled. He was not going to participate at the combine anyway. He was just going to do medical testing, but he has been pulled from his interview process with reporters. Correct. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Getting technical, yes. Uh, so if he's not doing anything at the combine and he's only meeting with, well, reporters. he's getting medical testing done at the combine. That, that's something. Oh, he is still getting medical testing. Yes, he is. He is. Yes. Okay, Correct. so that is news. Okay. Correct. Um, yes. But yeah, very sad situation, um, just all the way around, and yep. sad for him, right? I mean, well, sad for the people happened. who died. Oh, think, of course. I mean, oh my gosh, of course. Yes. But, uh, yeah, it is, it's, it's it's a very unfortunate scenario. Uh, you know, I think we all. We all, uh, those of us who are listening and or all those of us who are on the podcast are past the age of, I think, 20 or 21. But all of us, I think all of us uh, who are above that age, uh, either on the podcast or listening, are our great our great listeners here of the uh, of the of the. Yes, Breaker Nation. The, of Breaker Nation, yes. the, the Buckets Brigade and 
the game day Greg gang. Uh, yes. We could all we I think we all would like mulligans of things we did at twenty or twenty one. I know I certainly would. Um, so I it it's 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 disappointing. I mean, it certainly shows I think a little bit of a lack of understanding or awareness. Comments. I mean, it's you know they've just won the uh, the national championship game. I think the incident in question happened within two or three days of said national championship win. So there's probably a lot of celebrating. Uh, the other the the vehicle of which Jalen Carter was allegedly again all this is alleged we have to we have to be very careful with with how we characterize things but um um but um we do uh but we do need to be cognizant of it but um. The car he was allegedly racing, the uh, the female driving the vehicle, allegedly again, all is alleged, um, was uh, at a point one nine eight in terms of BAC blood alcohol content level, which is about two and a half times the legal limit. So um, we uh, we can only hope that uh, that that uh, you know that hopefully. He's learned a lesson, and uh, it does not bring back the people who were who are no longer with us. But uh, very sad situation. But I will say, for just from a you know, aside from the tragedy of it all, the from a football standpoint, not the most common sense. You know, you're you know thirty three and a half months away from getting about thirty five to forty million dollars guaranteed because he was a consensus top top five pick, and many people thought he'd go in the top three as the first non-quarterback off the board and now I would still think he will I would think that probably they'll be able to figure a way to plead out the case that generally happens a lot in circumstances oftentimes these cases are adjudicated um um, but uh very uh very very unfortunate situation and uh not the most common sense uh you know, probably smart when you're that close to that much money to just stay in the house for three and a half months. But uh, I guess that. Yeah, happen, the fact so. that that even has to be a conversation is sad. Um, and of course, yes, sad for everyone involved, but it also sad for him, too. Um, this is supposed to be the best moment of his life, right. I would assume, so far. And well, winning a national championship, I think, would be the best moment of his life, but. Well, on a personal level, maybe top. this will be better sure. because monetarily sure. it'll be much more lucrative Correct. than when you well, one of the top so. moments of your life. And, sure, um, having it, yeah, having all this happen, he will not... he will forever be linked to this. And I would imagine if he's a decent, I don't know him personally. I don't think many people do. If he's a decent person, he probably will carry around some degree of guilt for a very long time, if not the rest of his life. If he's a halfway decent individual, which I don't think anyone really knows outside of maybe those within the Georgia program and, you know, the very select few number of people, certainly nobody in the general public like us would know that. So, but I would think it would be a heavy weight. I know, I know for me, if it were me, I would imagine, and not that I'd ever want to be in this position, but I would imagine I would have a pretty hard time uh, with that, that on my mind, but um yeah, that's pretty much all I got on that. Yeah, um, yeah that's sad, but let's kind of 
turn it turn it around. Yeah, let's, let's, yeah, let's get a little, a little, a little, a little, a little levity here. Here. A little levity. Yeah. Well, a little, you know, soccer That's... talk folks right around the corner, so a little levity. Uh, a little levity. Oh, we are just all down. we're we're all on the edge of our seats waiting for soccer talk we're all, right now. That's what we're I, here I, for. I, we're here for the soccer. That's <laughs> I know. That's why I'm here. Uh, it's, <laughs> I'm just here for the soccer talk and all this other talk is just uh, uh, warm up. Warm up yes. to the soccer talk. Yes. Uh, it's an, it's a mere appetizer yes. to the to the yes. main course. An appetizer. So. Yes, uh, yes, um, <laughs> yes. It's a very long appetizer. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a twelve-course appetizer before we get to the main main course. So, which, which, which is of course the last segment. So, yes. yeah. all right. What else do we want to talk about? The, the NHL trade deadline. Uh, NHL up. trade deadline. We had uh, Patrick yeah. Kane go to the Rangers. That was been long talked about for weeks now. That that that's was right. a possibility and. Uh, the Rangers sending a second and I believe a fifth round pick second to the Blackhawks. Yes. The Blackhawks uh, are retaining 50% of his salary. And then in order to make the deal happen, because the Rangers are pretty up against the cap, the Coyotes also are taking on uh, 25% of Kane's salary for the rest of the year as well uh, for a third round pick, I believe from the Blackhawks. It could be from the Rangers, but I believe that's from the Blackhawks. I'm not sure which team just uh, spends of that third round pick for, for 2023. But um, I think that the the most interesting move so far, I think you have one, I've got one, was the move by the Toronto Maple Leafs. Very interesting move by the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, Jake McCabe, who is uh, a, a highly, in my opinion, a highly overrated defenseman. Uh, the Buffalo Sabres could not wait to get rid of him. Uh, they, they pretty much uh, drove him to Las Vegas to make sure that he was uh, he was dispatched out of the Western New York region, by, if memory serves correctly. And uh, Sam Lafferty, who is a borderline third liner, more like a fourth line forward. The Leafs gave up a first round pick in 2025, I believe, a second round pick in 2026. And Joey Anderson, who is one of their top forwards at the NHL level. Just an awful, awful trade by the Toronto Maple Leafs. I understand what they're trying to do. Jake Muzzin came out, uh, is going to miss the rest of the year with a neck injury. For all we know, he may never, he may never play again with that neck injury. If we're being completely honest, I think he's already in his 33, 34, 35, somewhere in that nature. So he's already somewhat long in the tooth. So he may never lace him up again. Um, but a really, really poor trade. And just another example of Kyle Dubas, uh, uh, just probably the worst GM in all of hockey, honestly. With the amount of resources and talent and fan base and notoriety and tension and, and, and how many players want to play in Toronto – with the talent level, uh, every year they underachieve. They have not won a playoff round. Speaking of winning playoff rounds, like you said about the Knicks, the Toronto Maple Leafs have yet have, have not won a playoff round. The Boston Red Sox have won three World Series since the Toronto Maple Leafs last won a playoff round. Let's think about that, folks. The Boston Red Sox did not win a World Series for 86 years, and they have won three since the last time the Toronto Maple Leafs, who won the second most Stanley Cups in the history of the NHL, have last won a playoff round. So... Uh, just not a very smart move, very short-sighted, and really, 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 really poor by Dubis and the Maple Leaf Brain Trust, Brandon Sh- Brandon Shanahan, and, and the rest of them. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I expect the same thing. They're going to play Tampa again in the first round. They're going to lose, and it's going to be status quo, and they'll bring back the same coach, and they'll bring back Dubis, and they'll bring back the same cast of characters, and They'll expect a different result, which is the definition of insanity. But it's been the same result for the last 20 years. So uh, very poor job by Dubis and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Sound like a Maple Leafs fan. Uh, yes, spoken like a Maple Leafs fan because mm. that uh, 
that's what I am. So correct. Hmm. Ouch. I don't, I don't understand your fandom sometimes, but that's okay. Uh, we, we, we go north. Go Leafs go, baby. Go yes. Leafs go. Listen, it, it's all right. I understand you're from Buffalo. You're, you know, you're, 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 you are Toronto's little brother, you know, from a Buffalo standpoint. So I understand. I understand. Little, little jealousy, little jealousy. No, with, no, it's a yeah. little jealousy with the with Buffalo and the Toronto Maple Leafs. I understand. I would rather take Buffalo than Toronto. I, yeah, I well, I don't want to have to. I don't want to have to go through all the hassle of uh, answering custom. questions to get there uh, to get to my destination. Yes. So. Well, well, I'll say this: or I have to deal with the QEW or any of Toronto traffic. Oh, <laughs> the Toronto yes, the, yes. the vaunted Toronto traffic. I will say this about uh, about the. About the Maple Leafs Sabers, uh, I don't even think you can call it a rivalry because it's been one side for so it's many. It's still years. a rivalry. It's a rivalry. Uh, well, when when eighty percent of your building is Maple Leafs fans, uh, it's not a good sign. When when, uh, when you're tall, well. it's generally it's just like when eighty percent of the fans at Chase Field are Dodger fans and not D-back fans. It's generally not a good sign. Just generally not a good sign. So, but I digress. Fair. Fair. Enough shots. Right. I don't mind the Sabers. I I kind of like the Sabers. I like the, what the, I, I as opposed to what the I kind of like doing, the Sabers. Maple well, Leafs fan. I, I, well, I'll say this: as opposed to what the Leafs are doing from a player, um, a player personnel perspective, I really like what the Sabers are doing. I think the Sabers, the Sabers' future, I would say in the next seven years is much brighter than that of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Plus, they have a, a lot of cap room. Which is something that cannot be said about the team north of the border. Agreed. So. And when your top two centers are inked up for fourteen million dollars a year, that's pretty yeah, good. That was a great move, that's, especially that's, since Tage Thompson is what second or third in the league in goals. I think he's got forty-one. Yeah, forty-one. Third, I think. Uh, McDavid. Well, where are all the haters first. now saying that O'Reilly trade was trash? That's and they got right. Boca and Berkland back, and t- that's oh, right. Tage Thompson can't do anything and have forty-one goals. Right. What's right. what's Ryan O'Reilly up to? He got nine. <laughs> yeah, he did have a hat trick in our barn, though. He did. So he did. I watched that. Of game. course, of course, Eichel and uh, O'Reilly have hat tricks in our barn. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. But yeah, the trade that uh, I guess caught my eye the most and I think will have the biggest impact is the Devils acquiring Timo Meyer from the San Jose Sharks. He is hurt right now. He is hurt right now. But... He is hurt right now. Um, do we know when he will be back? Uh, he's on IR, so I, I don't think it's going to be a short. Uh, he just went on IR too, so I think it will be a bit of a stay. I would imagine at least a week plus. Uh, okay. I mean, well, the problem the I will say the one problem with the NFL again. is they are very nondescriptive, very opaque in their yes. injuries. Upper body and lower upper, body. Upper body yes. and lower body. Yes, uh, that, that is know, the extent. Upper body yeah. goes from the waist to the head, so that is not really helpful uh, in terms of uh, th- there could be a multitude. That of is issues. your interpretation of upper body. Yes. Uh, that is probably most people's interpretation. I would think that's most people. But the, in yes. NHL lingo, that could mean anything really. So, yes. um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, anyways, uh, Timo Meyer, uh, when he is healthy, I do think is going to provide that offensive spark. To the what did the devils give up? I didn't see what the devils gave up. So here's the full pr- parameters of the trade. Okay. I have it memorized. Excellent. No, Okay. Absolutely not. Okay. Uh, the New Jersey Devils acquire forwards Timo Meyer and Timor Ibrahimov, defenseman Scott Harrington and Santori Hataka, as well as goalie Zachary Edmond and a fifth round pick in the 2024 NHL draft okay. from the San Jose Sharks in exchange for forwards Fabian Zetterland, Andreas Johnson, defenseman Shakir Mukamudalin, which supposedly he's very good. 
and Nikita. Oh boy. <laughs> oh god. Okatiak. I'll spell that out for you folks. O K H O T I U K. In case you want to watch any YouTube. Are we highlights. sure? Are we sure that's not a soccer player? That sounds like a soccer. Yeah, this could be some pseudo names here. We don't exactly know who these people are. We will <laughs> confirm for next episode that these are real people. And a condition. Uh, they, they may be soccer players out of the Bundesliga, the German Bundesliga. Yes, yeah, not the Dutch Bundesliga. Yes, uh, and a conditional first round pick in the 2023 NHL draft, as well as a conditional second round pick in the 2024 draft, and a seventh round pick in the 2024 draft. Excellent. So a lot of pieces, a lot of moving parts, a lot of equipment bags going from one place to another there, folks. Um, Perfect. Yeah. But, you no, know, Timo Meyer went healthy. You can provide that spark for the Devils that I think they need on offense. Uh, they're a pretty good defensive team. They have great goaltending. Um, they've been playing very well of late. But uh, Timo Meyer, I wish the Sabres got him. I feel like that would have been the perfect piece to set up alongside Dylan Cousins there in the second line. But uh wasn't, wasn't meant to be. Um, I'm hoping nope. some bigger pieces. Uh, maybe, in the, maybe in the free agency. He's a UFA yes. at the end of the year. So maybe, maybe in free agency. Maybe, maybe. Um, so, yeah, and I don't know really know what Mike Greer was doing here. Um, I don't think he got a whole lot in return. Um, the Shakir Muka Mudalin, I believe, is the best prospect. Um out of that bunch there with the first round pick, but I don't see the devils picking very high in the draft um, this year or the years to come. So Mike Greer being his first year as the shot caller there at San Jose. Uh, I, I think he got fleeced here, unfortunately. Um, but again, is what it is. Well, he had to trade him. He didn't have much leverage. He was a UFA. So still, I think yeah. he got a better package from other teams. Um, so we'll, Perhaps. We'll, yeah. So yeah, that, that's okay. NHL yeah. trade deadline. What's very good? Well, the the official deadline is on Friday. Friday or yes. on Wednesday, so this official trade deadline is about is approximately forty nine hours from now. It's so congrats, PM Eastern. So. Jacob Chikrin, Chitrin, he is officially a Buffalo Saber. Congrats! Um, oh, got, did they get him? No, no. I, uh, since it's being uh, dropped on Friday, uh, I was Chikrin, just, yes, Jacob Chikrin, yes. I was just letting the people know. I was, I was reading into the future there, but that's ah. Okay. I thought you were. I thought you. I thought that would have been cool. We're on air here. That would have been cool. But there was some breaking um, news here from Darren Drager or Elliot Freeman or somebody from the Thirty Two Thoughts podcast. But uh, okay. that's right. Um, yeah, that that would be cool if that happened. But no, uh, they would have to give up a lot to get him. So uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see them. Bringing it would take a couple firsts, a top prospect, and probably a guy in the roster right now as well. Yeah, um, I don't see it happening. So. They don't really need him, honestly. I, you know, they don't. It'd be embarrassment of riches at the it defensive position um, for the Sabers, which would be nice. But they got the great, they got the great uh, uh, Labushkin, Ilya Labushkin, baby. That's that's. that's did you see his shorthanded goal? His I first did. goal of the year. That was fantastic. Yeah, that was fantastic. A breakaway oh. goal by the great Labuskin. So he is also a former Arizona Coyote, uh, as it were. So very but, nice. Uh, have you former, been to their and, barn? And a have former you, have Toronto Maple Leaf. I've not been to the new barn. No uh, tickets oh, are ticket, like ticket, tickets barn. tickets are priced uh, for a team the the caliber of the Boston Bruins. Why is and, that? Because uh, there's only five thousand seats, so they charge. So they price them higher just because they, of that. Because there's less seats. They, they, is there that charge. much demand for? 
Coyotes games? I mean, you could probably you could probably get into a Coyotes game for $110, but I wouldn't pay $10 to get into a Coyotes game. I wouldn't pay $10 to get into a Coyotes game either. No. $110. $110. Just to get the get-in price, yeah, with fees and stuff, yeah. So No, to answer your question, I am not. I will probably not go to a Coyotes game. Uh, there is I a vote wouldn't either. Up, there is a vote coming up in May to uh, – that would in the city of Tempe to vote on whether or not they will approve a $2 billion plan. That's going to be supposedly. So I doubt it will be, but supposedly privately funded um, on currently city, like public property or city owned property. So it's got to go to the vote of the vote. It's got to go to the voters to, for a vote to be ratified or confirmed. Uh, if it's confirmed, then they're going to build an arena and a whole lot of other stuff there, shopping center, condos, all that stuff. Um, if it doesn't get approved, then they're probably going to leave Arizona. They're going to leave Arizona. That's that's going to be the end of the Arizona Coyotes. They're going to end up some probably Houston. So we'll find out in May if the Coyotes will be here for the long term or they're just going to play out the next two years in the uh, Mullet Arena, which they have contractually obligated to do with a three-year lease, and then move somewhere else. So. Um, but that is up to the voters. That is up to the will of the voters in Tempe. And we will find out on May 18th, I believe, is the vote. So uh, whether it will be approved or not. But uh, the reason I bring all this up is I will probably not go to another Coyotes game until if and when they have a new arena in Tempe. Then I will probably go. I would assume once they're 16, 17, 18,000 seats, it will be cheaper than the 5,000-seat arena they currently play in AFC's uh, Mullet Arena. But anyway – uh, I digress there. Uh, do you have anything else, sir? I think we went over the Jalen Carter scenario, went off the NHL trades. Anything else from a new standpoint? Or if we get into soccer talk, everyone's favorite segment. Oh, let's think. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much everything that I got. I don't know. It's kind of slow in the sports. And yeah, we'll there's a couple weeks March here. Madness. We'll yeah. get into March Madness next week, folks. We got some, I'll have some futures picks and. Uh, the brackets will not be out when we record next week, but uh, you know maybe we can swing an early an, an early uh, you know the the brackets come out on not this Sunday, I believe this Sunday is the fifth. Yes, not this Sunday the fifth, but the twelfth is when the brackets come out for the NCAA tournament. Maybe we'll do a yes. uh, maybe that week we will do just a I maybe we'll we'll see we'll see what the time and the scheduling allows. Maybe we'll just do a NCAA bracket show for you guys, and then we'll also do. Uh, our normal podcast. Maybe maybe that week we'll drop two. We'll, 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 make drop we'll, two, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what Whoa. we'll see what the we'll okay. see game day Greg how he rules on this uh on this potential. No, this is no we are we are a team here. I, I like that a lot. Uh for I the think, viewers. I well, think the NCA brackets deserve its own podcast. I think we could we could fill and there will be no soccer talk. So if you just oh no, we should we stuff. should at least throw oh, some okay. little, right, a minimal minimal is there a podcast is there a line breaker sports podcast episode oh. without a little soccer oh, talk right. I mean I, I I thought you were I thought I thought it was doing you a favor by avoiding the soccer talk right? well you, you would be okay. but our, our oh. listeners oh, they yes. they they yearn for this I have, we have for this. To, we, yes we have to give them what they want you must give the people what they want okay so yeah. maybe, maybe we'll do minimal soccer talk and in the second episode we'll do more in the, in a, a more extensive uh, uh there we go incarnation of soccer talk but regardless um oh another before we do get into soccer talk yes. uh aaron Rodgers is now out of the dark 
Oh, we knew that already. I, I knew. I think he's. Oh, I did too. I don't know if we've t- spoke since last podcast. I could. I could care less about Aaron Rodgers. That's a waste of. Well, it's a I waste mean, of time. For I mean, he he was very smart during his four days there. He took time. He he took time out of his very busy schedule there, and he put himself in a scenario where he's playing football, and then he put himself in another scenario where he's not playing football. Um, so if Aaron Rodgers, if we never hear from if Aaron Rodgers were to go into the darkness and never emerge again, I think the world would be a better place. So that's my wow. personal opinion. That is a hot uh, take from many buckets. There. So uh, uh, I, I disagree. The I less disagree. Aaron Rodgers in the world, the better we all are. We're I, all better off for him. I don't know. I, I, I enjoy his banter, uh, his conversation with uh, Pat McAfee. Every he's very day. ill, in, just like the host of that show. They are both very ill-informed, uneducated individuals when they talk. So I don't listen. Oh, to so many. It may be funny. Now, I, I, we're I, now I, getting I, into the opinionated portion. There, the there may be, uh, there may be, there may be humor. I, I'm sure there is. I, I, I happen to think Pat McAfee is a pretty funny guy, but when it comes to content. And substance, uh, it's a lot of sizzle and no steak for for Pat McAfee. Oh, that is where we disagree. Uh, I think there is a lot of sizzle. Not not not, not a not a bright individual, folks. Not a particularly bright. Not not a men, not not, not going to be confused for anybody in Mensa. That's for sure. No, no Mensa. Oh, I guess it. I guess it then depends what your definition of bright is. So, Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, to each their own. I, I mean, if, if, I mean, listen, if, if if slamming your slamming beers and you know shotgunning beers is your thing, Pat McAfee's your guy. No doubt about that. But uh, if you're looking for a little bit more evolved, higher level thinking and common sense, uh, yeah, it might be a little bit lacking. I, I qu- do question them what they do at colleges. Uh, how how how? I mean, yeah. How well, do smart college, college is the, again, does that mean are, smart people can't drink? No, those are twenty one year olds. I think Pat McAfee's almost forty, so maybe you should grow up. That's my opinion, but. Anyway, he's grown up, but he's just yeah. do, living yeah. his life, doing, doing, doing what he wants. You should start acting. You should stop acting. Like I don't know. 15. I feel like I'm defending defending Pat McAfee here. And you that, are. Well, now, when you're, when now you're Pat. Mac- okay, when folks. Now 40. we can add Pat McAfee to the list of guests we will not have on. That's okay. Breaker Sports. I, I am. Podcast. I am thrilled to know that Pat McAfee we will seem not be to, on this podcast. We have seemed to have add one person per episode, folks. Who was the last one? Tom Brady. Tom, oh, Brady. Tom Brady, that's right. Yes. Tom Brady, yes. He well, so we, this named. is our sixth episode, so we add one person every three episodes. Oh, I, but over the past two episodes, it's been two people. So no, Tom Brady was way back. Tom, there was Tom another was one too. There was there was another one. Oh, so it's one well. every other episode. Okay. So. Um. So yeah, that's unfortunate. Um. But um, no, all the fact no. that Pat McAfee still that's okay. That's all right. We'll we'll, we'll I just have think, to move. I on. just think you should if you're 40 years old, you should act like you don't have to act like you're 40 years old, but you shouldn't act like 12. And he's incapable of doing that. Well, twelve-year-olds can't drink. So. Now, granted, true. Maybe, maybe <laughs> the drink, maybe the drinking makes him act like he's twelve. Maybe that's the, maybe that's what it's about. But um, yeah. now, granted, listen, I give him a lot of credit. He found a niche. He found a lane that I think Barstool was really the only player in, and he, I think, he's probably more popular than Barstool at this point, to be honest with you. So there, I suppose there is a uh, in this social media, you know instant gratification world we live in there's certainly a lane for him and he's he's been extremely successful i i don't i don't dispute that at all I, I give him a lot of credit for that but uh and maybe it's an act you know maybe he's just a great actor but if that's truly who he is as an individual i that's not the person i want to be what i'm for you that's all i'm saying but i'll leave perfect. it perfect you're very deep analytical uh, i give him credit on- Pat I McAfee. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I have 
listened to quite a few of his shows. Uh, I've gotten to know him, not on a personal level, obviously, right. but uh, I listened to a lot of his content. And I will say right. he's a very good individual. Um, he gives back to the community uh, right. a lot. He and, might, sure. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a lot of Pat McAfee talk. So, Pat, if you're listening, I uh, doubt it. You got one fan. We, you might we want to do love, an nope, when, We would yeah. love to have you on the show. You have way more than one fan. Um, <laughs> silence, one fan out of the two of us. That's silence sure. all the haters. We will have the mute button on Benny Buckets. Uh, <laughs> so we will have his disco screen with no sound. It will be, it will be our little disco, just me and you, Pat, just having a conversation, chopping it up. Uh, well, Benny Buckets is over there looking at the runners for soccer. So, uh, all right. Perfect. That was about 10 more minutes than I wanted to talk about that uh, subject. But this is the improv, folks. We, we, this is what happens when we improv. Uh, we, we go off the rails. So, uh, do we have any geography lessons? I thought I thought we were going to have a, a geography lesson. Uh, no geography now. I, I, the, the, the current the Everton uh, Arsenal match is starting here. So, we, we're going to have to wait hold on i'm putting that on too it's, it's on usa on... it's on usa yeah. oh usa okay hold on usa usa <laughs> folks, usa folks, folks this is now we are getting into the entertaining portion of the show here we're going to be watching some soccer uh, as we do soccer, talk. we'll be multitasking, and I'm not great at that, uh, especially when I have a stake in in the particular fixture at, at play. But uh, uh, and not not to get confused with the fact that ten minutes ago he had all the sizzle but no steak. But now he has steak. <laughs> I believe now, I believe I said McAfee had all the sizzle and no steak. But uh, that's now now he has steak. Uh, oh, I have right. steak. I have the soccer. Yes, we have a steak. Now. So this is a little embarrassing. I have to talk into my TV because I don't know where the channels are and i just talked to my tv oh there so, you go okay hold on. One, one second folks usa <laughs> here we go premier league live <laughs> here we go we're oh, on yeah, we're on the air we're rolling where, where is this where, where are we here this where, is going to be at the emirates stadium in north london the emirates it's a arsenal home fixture against everton who plays at goodison park in liverpool the the uh, the Everton squad has traveled south to North London to play in this fixture. Okay, we got normal jerseys, red and blue with black uh, referee jerseys. Perfect, like it already. All right, uh, yeah, let's get right into it. Benny buckets doesn't like doesn't wants to speed this up a little bit. He doesn't like talking during his soccer games, and I don't blame him because of all the action that you can miss. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Said very facetious, facetiously by yes, Day yes, all of the action. Look at all those people. There's not one empty seat. That's oh, fantastic. Sold out, baby. This is a big fixture, man. This is a big fixture. So the Arsenal is atop the table, and they are they are fired up for their team. So, so if anyone's rewatching this on YouTube or something, what uh, who's in the blue jerseys? Who's in the red? Yeah, Everton is in the blue, and uh, Arsenal is in the red. And Arsenal's the favorite, we believe here, correct? Uh, they're minus three fifty. They're a big favorite on the three wheel. Yes, if you want Everton, they're about plus one thousand right now. So on the three wheel. All right. Okay. Well, they are in the offensive. Everton is in the offensive zone right now. A prohibitive, so. a prohibitive underdog. Oh, there's a guy down. We have an injury at the twelve second mark. Of the right, there is a guy holding his head. 
He is rolling on the ground. Oh, this and is... per usual, I'm behind you by a little bit. So, uh, oh no! All right, then we can't. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, can't yeah. watch. He got clubbed in the head at the 12 second mark. Uh, both hands are on the head, indicating a real, real injury. He is <laughs> still is a, down. This is good for the old under uh, with the stop. It is good for the game. under. So 12 seconds has started. We are currently at 40 seconds. <laughs> oh Nana! Oh Nana is down. He got hit by Gabriel. So yes, uh, we're. Okay, everyone's starting to get back up. We're at the 47 second mark. Um, all right, right the ball, well, ball we is it. now in play. Ball is now in play at the 52 second mark. So that was 40 seconds of time that was not um, that was not uh, being used actually on soccer. So, <laughs> folks, uh, we won't go through the whole half, obviously. But if we add this up, it is way more than the actual stoppage time. So, uh, yeah, just keep that in mind again. Uh, oh, I love it. When you're, love when you're betting it. soccer. So let's get, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Anyway, uh, we, got, we got a read here, I believe, sir. You got a read? Yes, yes. Um, Sponsored. So, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. <laughs> so <laughs> would, you like for soccer talk. would you like to read it, sir? Would you like to I read it? I don't have it, so no. Okay, no, exactly. No. So let, let, the, <laughs> let the person who has it read it. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. We are so happy to be sponsored by The Power of the Streak once again. It's an easy-to-read book by author Kara Wood with the best idea yet for consistent exercise and staying motivated over time. Do you struggle with working out regularly? Yes. Uh, have you started exercising only to be back where you started in a couple of weeks? Yes. Then you are in good company. Kara had zero motivation for years, but she eventually flipped the switch and hasn't looked back. The story of starting and keeping a running streak for 12 busy years through a demanding career, and even after two childbirths, Kara shares the secret to having the drive to exercise no matter what. Kara's story is funny, relatable, and inspiring, plus she explains how you can do the same thing with any exercise. It doesn't have to be running. Even a cynic will leave feeling motivated, inspired, and excited to commit once and for all to long-lasting exercise and fitness. Plus, with the percentage of royalties being donated to the Special Olympics, buying the book is a win-win. The Power of the Streak by Kara Wood is available in all formats where books are sold, including Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Also, check out the audiobook on iTunes and Audible. Plus, follow The Power of the Streak on Instagram at The Power of the Streak and Twitter at Power of Streak. So, definitely go make sure, give her a follow, check out her book. Um, I know I certainly need to uh, read her book, and I'll have some more uh, insight on that next episode. But yeah. That's uh, that's that. And let's jump right into soccer talk. Uh, so, Benny Buckets, I will open the floor to you. I will start okay. off by introducing or no, what before soccer talk. Um, I almost forgot our monthly record for our line. Oh, yes. Sports. Yes. Please. Um, yep. So as you guys know, on Twitter, we pick three picks a day. Uh, our three daily plays, uh, we have them up well before the games actually start. So I hope you guys are following along because this February, this past month has been fantastic for the both of us. Um, once again, we are both over 50%. Uh, so that's pretty impressive uh, for game day, Greg, uh, 54, 29 and one at 65%. That is a unicorn type month. Folks, uh, I don't expect that to happen um, anytime soon, but uh, that was certainly a fun ride. Um, we had, I believe we had four out of the past seven days or three no days, which certainly helps that record. But um, yeah, nonetheless, uh, 65%, pretty cool. And Benny Buckets at 45 and 39, once again, another consistent month at 53.5%. Uh, 
So uh, year to date, game day, Greg is 98, 76 and two. And Benny buckets is 94, 75 and two. So virtually almost identical there, folks um, at 56.3%. Benny bucks at 55.6%, uh, which is well above average, I would say. Um, and yeah, we're, we're both doing very well right now. We've got our own little systems that we play um, and we enjoy, we enjoy picking the games. I know when I wake up, I'm, I'm looking at lines <laughs> right away to see if I can get the best value. Um, a little, right. um, crazy when it comes to that, getting the value as you guys know, but uh, yeah, no, I certainly have fun doing this and let's see how long we can keep it up. Very good. I like it. It was a, it was a good month, good couple months and uh, we are back into it. So, right. But let's, let's Positive. shift on over to soccer talk. Yes. Soccer Any, talk. Ben- Benny Buckets has been on fire with his uh, play, with his strategy that he outlined for you guys last episode. I hope you guys were following along because he once again had another winning week. Um, but yeah, Benny Buckets, why don't you just touch on some of the games or the games that we that you highlighted for the folks, and then just kind of how you're doing with it. Sure. Uh, yeah. So uh, yes, last week we went uh, on the picks we gave you. We gave you seven. We gave you a lot. We gave you a bevy of options here, folks. Uh, we gave you Europa League in some cases. We gave you oh, – no, no Europa League. Europa League was not played the best. We gave you some – we gave you, I believe, everything out of the Premier League, and we gave you a uh, – we gave you some Serie A. And let's, let's go back. Let's go back in time, see how we did, because I don't I, – I, given that I picked seven, I don't remember all the scores, uh, although I do remember a few, a few, a few tough – a few tough breaks there, yeah. uh, unfortunately, uh, in some circumstances. But uh, – Let's review back and see where we were. Um, so the first game I gave you, I believe, was on Saturday in the Premier League. I believe the 25th. Yes. So the first game I gave you guys was uh, – so first game I gave you was actually Friday. Sorry, the 24th. Fulham and Wolverhampton. The game was at Craven Cottage there in North London. Uh, against uh, with Fulham and Wolverhampton, I gave you guys the under two and a half, and this was an absolute, absolute blowout winner. Uh, it was two goals in the game, but there were not a whole lot of chances in the second half that got me too, too nervous there. So, uh, a one one draw between Fulham and Wolverhampton under the two and a half, so that was a winner. So, we started off one and oh. Then on Saturday, uh, we we had a very interesting day, very interesting day. The first game that we had was Leeds United and Southampton. The game was at Ellen Road there in Leeds. Uh, with Leeds victorious 1-0. The first goal was not scored. Uh, let me see on my app here. I believe it was the 73rd minute. Sorry, 77th minute. Leeds took a 1-0 lead and was able to hold. And that game was really never in doubt. There were not a ton of scoring opportunities in the game. Uh, and there was no really threatening uh, opportunities after the Leeds game-winning goal, uh, which was scored by... Uh, Fearpo, Fearpo with the game-winning goal there, of course. Uh, everyone, all of you guys, I know we're waiting for bated breath. Who who was the winning goal scored by the GW? The GWG Butcher Cross, the uh, GWG Butcher Cross OT uh, special there uh, was by Fearpo uh, and from Leeds United. So we went to two and zero. The toughest game of the week, uh, the one I actually had the most uh, investment in, was a very very troubling game here, folks. Very very upsetting. West Ham United and Nottingham Forest, both teams uh, had played the lowest amount of over two and a half goal games per uh, in the Premier League for the year. Uh, West Ham was at 23%, and I believe Nottingham Forest was somewhere around 32% prior to this game. 
We had no goals, no goals in the first uh, in the first 70 minutes of the game. No goals. So we're under two and a half. We're looking very good. We made it through uh, about 75% of the game with no goals. And then in the uh, 70th minute, Danny Ings, Danny Ings, of course, of uh, West Ham fame, uh, got a goal. And then three minutes later, he got another goal. So we had two goals in the span of three minutes after going with no goals for 70 minutes. And then Declan Rice, the English national skipper, started up there. Uh, a 78th minute goal. And then Mikel Antonio, the sub for the said Danny Ings, scored the fourth goal. So not only did we lose our bet, the two and a half, we also lost our hedge at three. So it was uh, rather remarkable. Uh, I, I thought this was a pretty good bet, considering both teams were the bottom two teams in over two and a half goal games in the Premier League. But uh, uh, it was as if... Uh, the Nottingham Forest defense was a dam and the 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 gate on the dam broke with the Danny Ings goal in the 70th minute and all the water started rushing through folks and uh they were unable to stem the tide uh no pun intended of course so uh that was a defeat so we went to 2 and 1 um and then also out of the Premier League um we got one other fixture I'll give you that was Sunday and that was uh, – we gave you a side on this one, folks. We went a little bit different here. We did not give you a total. We gave you the side, and the side we gave you was Tottenham. We gave you Tottenham uh, to win the game outright. We gave you Tottenham to win the game outright on the three-way line. It was paying about plus one – I believe it was plus 110 or plus 120. And the absolute blowout winner dominated the game against Chelsea, especially in the second half. It was a nil-nil draw going to halftime, and they scored. It was uh, it was Oliver Skip with his first senior league goal for for the Tottenham squad. His first goal in the Premier League ever uh, from the central back defender uh, off a brilliant strike that beat the keeper uh, Keppa. Keppa was beaten by the the strike of the skip, and uh, it was it's one. Not, it- Oh, uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt. It's not a brilliant strike. It's a brilliant strike from oh, the damn. from the from the forward there from the from the header. <laughs> he put that header in exactly where it should have been. It's not a. It's not a. It's a, it's, it's yeah. We're, yeah. We're not... Game day, Greg is Englishizing or giving us the English accent on the actual call, and that was yes. actually very good. Smooth so as this, smooth as the other side of the spoon. <laughs> The other side of the spoon. That was that was fantastic. So yes, it was. So uh, Oliver Skip with the goal, and uh, it was a Oliver Skip. Win. Yes. So there in the Premier League, we went three and one for you, three and one. I think we might have also given you the under on that game. So if we did, we went five and one. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna compare it with the Italy soccer. I don't know if we did or we didn't. Uh, Italy soccer was a little bit of a different story, unfortunately, folks. So Italy soccer. Um, let's see. Going back here. So we didn't pick any. Okay. So we gave you. I don't think we gave you the Let Chase a Swallow game. No, we did not give you that. Okay. So England, uh, Italy soccer, we gave you two, I believe. We gave you Salter, Nitana, Calcio against Monza. Uh, Monza is a pretty good defensive team, but they did not show up for this game, folks. Salter, Nitana with an absolute blowout winner, 3 nothing. That meant we lost, but we got the hedge. So we went to 4-1-1 one, and one in that particular uh, – sorry, 4-2-1. and one. No, sorry, 4-1-2. and two. Excuse me. I can't talk. There you go. I four, do one, believe 
I do believe you did give out a leche pick because I thought I made a comment about milk. I think I redacted uh, it though. Oh, you, oh yes, I, you did. I believe it yes, did you did. I did bet it myself, yeah. but I was not overly confident. But uh, that one did come through. Leche, it's a swallow under two and a half. Uh, so swallow with a winner, one nothing, one nil, as it were. Um, and then I think we had one other pick that I recall. Hellas Verona, Fiorentina. Now, folks, we've had some bad beats. We talked about on the podcast, <laughs> a college basketball bad beat, where we were up by three points, and the game was over. All the team needed to do was dribble out the ball, but the jackass forward decided to try and dunk and the ball came out it hit the back of the ring it came out to half court the other team picked up the ball and hit a three hit a three uncontested with no time left and we went from uh being up by eight to pushing on minus five so that was a bad beat folks uh but that was a push so at least we got our money back this was the absolute worst scenario here uh it wasn't bad because of how the game started there was two goals in the first half by fiorentina against hellas verona on the road but the rest of the game, there was really not much going on. You had a couple of opportunities for Verona that they were not able to convert. But in the 89th minute, the 89th minute, the sub, Baragi, who came in, came on and got the captain's armband with a very unsporting move, Christian Baragi. Whoa, uh, hold on. You're saying something new to me here. Captain, Captain's armband? What does that mean? Uh, so every team has a captain on it. can be anybody on the pitch, including the goalie. And okay. when the captain is subbed out, the cap the, the the captain has to then give his armband and make the captain give someone else. There always has to be a captain on the field. Why? So that's why does it? Why why does that have to be a captain? On the field? I have what, no what idea. Is, what is the role of the captain? What is the role of the captain? <laughs> He's the skipper. <laughs> what what role does he play? What what are his primary functions? Why why does there need to be a captain on the field at all? I times? don't know. I don't know if it's just ceremony or what. But every time the captain goes out. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so we have a bu- we could have a bunch of scrubs on the field. This we could we, this it could be like a four five nothing game. And we put all backups in, and we have a scrub wearing the captain's band. I don't think so. A captain well, seat should the be captain, one the captain cap- per team. Oh, this is. <laughs> I have another gripe with soccer later that we'll get into, but uh, yeah, this is what do you captain's bands? Here you go. I, I present to you now, captain. <laughs> Take all the responsibility that holds with it very strong. Uh, and, uh, yeah, no, no thanks. Okay, anyways, sorry. The captain the captain gets to choose who gets the captain's armband when he's subbed out of the game. But anyway. That's about the only thing he gets to choose is who's the next captain going to be. <laughs> <laughs> that is, wow. Okay. Uh, so you see, folks, it's a little bit different how baseball handles when they choose a captain and soccer chooses when they give a captain. Aaron Judge has been on the Yankees eight years, and he finally became the captain. And, uh, you know. In soccer, you can be on the team uh, for eight minutes. Soccer, you can be on the team for eight minutes, and you can be the captain. So. If you, yeah, it's like yeah. the chosen one. Yes. <laughs> you uh, are the, <laughs> the anointed, the prodigal son. The prodigal right. son returns. Uh, so. It's like Survivor when they have the uh, – what, what's, when they get the skipper the challenge. Lead, the tribal yeah. leader. The tribal yeah. leader, yeah. yes. That's the tribal leader. You get to skip a challenge or something like yeah, that. Yeah, tribal leader. Uh, yeah, off the rails. Anyways, apologies, apologies. I was just confused with the cat, the captain's armband. So anyway, Biragi there in the 89th minute. There was a challenge by yes. Hellas Verona against a Fiorentina player at the halfway line at, mid, at midfield, uh, which is about 80, eh, 80 to 90 yards away from goal, somewhere in that nature, I would imagine. 
And something of that nature, I should say, I would imagine. And there was a foul, and the referee had come over to see if the player was okay, as per usual, as the players tend to stay down when there is a foul, uh, as, as Game Day Greg has alluded to many, many of occasion, and that they don't make up for it in the stoppage or injury or extra time, however you want to call it. Well, oh, as we'll, get, ref- we'll get into stoppage time, but yes, anyways, okay. keep in mind. Well, yeah. as the referee was coming over, the referee, you know, generally speaking, the, you know, we do have a running clock, as Greg has also referenced numerous occasions here in soccer. Uh, the clock never stops. Uh, so technically, the, the ball can be played at any time because the clock never stops. But there is a sportsmanship aspect to when a player is down, that the ball, that the way for the player to get medical attention or to be cleared or to get up or something to occur with the, with the, with the medical scenario. Well, Baragi, as the player was down, the all every player on the on both teams was was kind of standing around, waiting for this medical situation to be clarified and to be adjudicated. Well, as that was happening, Baragi, the captain of Fiorentina, for 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 seemingly no reason, as the game was already no longer in doubt, as they had a two goal lead with a minute left plus the injury time, which we've already alluded to, is not the real injury time. That's Greg has a bone to pick with that, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Baragi gets up before the referee blew the ball back into play, which is the ceremony for the typical way that works. And he, he gets up and he takes the ball and he puts it down and he, he sees that the keeper for, uh, for Hellas Verona was not really in his net. He was, uh, he was about. And uh, here we go. What, why, why is he not in his net? Because, because there was an injury. That's why he wasn't in the net. Where is where, where, where is he standing? With the with he the was guy? with he no he was at the fifteen. I would say of the in the eighteen he was in the eighteen yard box. I would say he was fifteen yards from the goal in the eighteen yard box towards the front of the eighteen yard box. And Baragi took a big boot. He took a smashing boot or a smashing cleat to the ball, and it went over the keeper's head and bounced into the net. And it was ruled and deemed a good goal. And it was uh, the Hellas Verona players were very upset. As they felt, it was very unsportsmanlike and untoward by the by the back defender Biragi and the skipper. But uh, the referee could not do anything because the clock was still running, and we don't have a we don't stop the clock in soccer. And that happened while the clock was running. So uh, there was some protest by the Hellas Verona uh, players and fans because it was a home fixture for the Hellas Verona side, but. To no avail, and that is how we lost our uh, we lost our under two and a half. And we we did get the we did get the hedge because it did end as a three nil victory for uh, Fiorentina. But that was a very controversial way to, yeah, well, to lose a match. So. Yeah, the goalie not being in the net there, I think, is just nobody was. I'm telling you, the only the guy, goalie the needs to be in wasn't that. ready. Of of all of the 22 it's, players on the field and the three officials on the, four, sorry, four of the 26 participants in the game, including the officials, the only one who was play was ready for play was Biragi. The other 25 folks were not anywhere. So near you're ready telling me, since this one guy was ready and the other 25 people that are on the pitch were not ready, that since the clock is running, they can't do anything about it. Correct. So running that clock. is the oh my gosh! <laughs> if you're gonna let the clock run, at least do something like okay, we we made a mistake. We'll correct it. We'll fix it. We'll maybe stop the clock for we we can hit the stop button for one second. <laughs> oh, so you rather get a call wrong? So okay, so if I'm playing on the soccer field and I just kick the ball, 
when nobody else is ready but the clock's running, that, that just counts, right? It, correct. Yes, technically, yes. So what are the rules for? <laughs> what are the rules for? <laughs> if I can just kick the ball whenever I want, but no one else is ready, but, oh, no, the clock's still running. So No, no, it depends where the free kick is from. Oh, if the go. free kick is within reasonable goal distance, it does have to technically be blown into play by the official. He blows the whistle. But if it's so far away, I guess they decide it's not likely that somebody can score from the halfway line, so they just let it go. I don't know. I am not that uh, attuned with the with the blowing of play uh, and free kicks yeah. of what uh, – This what isn't even the, my biggest gripe of, with soccer this week. So <laughs> this is – and this so, is already getting me very upset. But anyway, let's get into some happier things. The bottom line is we went we went four uh we went four one no uh four two and two. That was what uh four what was it four two and two something like we went four one and two. Yeah, four one and two. Excuse me. For our seven picks we gave you on the podcast last week, we went four one and two. That's impressive. the bottom line. Very impressive. Uh we are t- on our under two and a half soccer play. We are two one twenty sorry, two one. Twenty one four and four which impugns an 84% winning percentage. If you want to count the pushes as against me, you want to say those are losses, fine. I went 21 and eight. We're still over 72%. So a very high That's percentage amazing. play. <laughs> it is. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Appreciate it. Uh, I am going to give you, as per my custom here, I'm going to give you some plays. Um, we are going to start here, and then we'll let Greg get into his gripe about soccer, because uh, I'm sure that will be very interesting. So. My first play, it's going to be a little bit different, folks. I've only given you plays so far from the champion from European leagues, Europe, Europa League, Champions League, or Serie A, Italia Serie A, uh, you know, Italy Serie A soccer, or England, the, the Premier League or the England Championship. I am going to go to Germany here, folks. We have a, a cracker. Oh, Bundesliga. We have got a German Bundesliga match, a cracker of a match, a team that has won five straight. A cracker of a match. A cracker uh. of a match. Five straight wins, five straight victories in the German Bundesliga for Borussia Dortmund. We are going to take Borussia Dortmund at home on Friday at 2.30 Eastern time on the three-way money line at plus 123 odds, currently against Red Bull Leipzig, folks. So get 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 your popcorn ready. We got the second, we got the team tied for second in the Bundesliga with UFC, uh, with FC Union Berlin. So give me Borussia Dortmund. Plus one twenty three on the three way line. That's the first one. Say that one more time for the folks in case they couldn't uh, spell spell the first uh, name there. It's the German Bundesliga. It's Borussia Dortmund. B R O U S S I A Dortmund. D O R T M U N D. Two different words against Red Bull or RB Leipzig. We're going to take Borussia Dortmund on the three way money line plus one twenty three in the Bundesliga. That's the first one. Okay. Uh, the next one we're going to give you, folks, is going to be another. This is going to be Premier League action, folks. Premier League action. Uh, we are going to go back to our system play. We are not going to take a side. We are going to go under, under the two and a half goals in Chelsea and Leeds United. Reason being, Chelsea has had a problem scoring lately, as has Leeds United. Both of them play reasonably good defense. Chelsea plays really good defense. So give me the under two and a half goals in Chelsea and Leeds United. This is minus 103. Of course, you also want to hedge it as well, folks. Hedging is always positive. Uh, the next one I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you another side here, folks. Another side. I am going to go with a Tottenham Hotspur. Tottenham Hotspur uh, playing against Wolverhampton on the road. Tottenham Hotspur on the three-way money line, plus 125. So Tottenham Hotspur, plus 125 against Wolves. 
Uh, Tottenham's just the better team. I know it's a road fixture, but Tottenham's the better team. They've been playing in really good form. They have won, I believe, their last four matches in all competitions, uh, with the exception uh, for the last five, with the exception of their uh, opening defeat to AC Milan in the Champions League in leg one of that first of that round of sixteen tie in the Champions League. So uh, we're gonna go there, and I think that's gonna be it in the Champions League in the uh, Premier League, believe it or not. So let's zoom around to the. Uh, Serie A and see if we like anything there, and then we'll go to Europe real quick, folks. Trying to expedite this, uh, as Game Day Greg said, we we took a little too long, a little too long last week with our explanations of soccer talk. So, all right, perfect. So we've got. Oh, uh, that's that's not the reason we're going fast, and you know it. That that is, <laughs> uh, folks. Don't let him fool you. Arsenal's playing Everton right now, and we are approaching the twenty fifth minute. There's no score, and he is locked in. So it is impressive that he's even getting the words out of his mouth currently uh, about the soccer plays that he currently has. So, because yeah, well, uh, well, you know, both eyes and both uh, glasses, or both uh, yes, glasses are um, uh, fixed on the TV screen there of Arsenal and Everton, and you know he may have subtitles on because he can't listen to it because that would disrupt the audio, folks. So, uh, yeah, just know he he is watching the Everton game. Yeah, it has nothing to do with too much soccer talk last week. Yeah, well, we're on the under on the Everton game. Hopefully, this the scoreline stays the way it is for a while. It's at nil nil. But uh, next, we got Fiorentina and AC Milan. This is a Saturday fixture. A Saturday, the fourth, uh, I believe. Yes, the fourth of March. Uh, we are going to take the under Fiorentina and AC Milan. We got Fiorentina is a, a very good under team. I believe they're about thirty or eight or thirty nine percent. Uh, over two and a half, so about 60% under. And AC Milan has been playing a lot of unders lately. They were a big over team early in the year in the Serie A season, but they have fixed their defensive uh, issues. The goalie, Mike Mignon, one of the great goalies of the world, the French backup to uh, to Hugo Lloris, is now back from injury. So Tura Machu is now back on the back on the back on the bench, back on the pine. So I like the under and AC Milan. Again, these big teams on the road don't typically score more than a goal or two. So I do like Milan and Fiorentina under the two and a half. Um, let's see if there's anything else here that I like from a side standpoint. Nothing I like from a total standpoint, really. Oh, one more total. Sorry, got another total. This is a Saturday at 9 a.m. Also on the fourth, Monza. Monza and Empoli. Uh, Empoli is the best under team in Serie A under two and a half. They're about 70% to the under folks in Serie A games and Monza coming off a bad loss. I expect them to tighten it up a little bit. We're going to take the under two and a half minus 125 in that game as well. That is going to wrap it up. I believe let me see if there's any sides I like there. Um, Oh, yes, there is one side, and there is one side I do like. So Monday, the 6th, I do like Sassuolo, minus 127 on the three-way line at home against Cremonese. Cremonese with their first Serie A win yesterday against Roma. So I believe they got that monkey off their back, but I don't think they're going to beat Sassuolo as well. I think that's a tall, tall task on the road. So give me Sassuolo, minus 127 on the three-way money line. And then we're going to go to Europe, and then we'll let game day Greg get some parting shots in at soccer, of course. So, 
No, not parting shots. Oh, not well, parting shots. Not parting shots. No. Okay. Little little annoyance, perhaps. A little annoyance with soccer. That's okay. Uh, it's all good fun. I, it's I, all good I, fun? Okay. I, oh, absolutely. Everyone knows soccer is my favorite. Sport. I am going to give you an interesting one here, folks. I am going to give you Real Madrid. and Oh, actually, that's that's sorry. That's too far out in advance. It's two weeks out. We can't give that to you. That will be on Netflix episode if we go with that. So nothing out of the Champions League. And then out of the uh, out of the uh, Europa League, I am going to give you two sides. I don't think I like any of these under. Yeah, I don't we, love the. We are, I, we are listening to brain uh, Ben Benny Buggett's yeah, brain work kind of live here. Through. Yes, this is my this is my handball, process. handball, handball, handball. Yes, there we go. Handball. Everton with the handball at the 2858 uh portion of the match, folks. Oh, okay. Yes. Out, yeah. Outside of the 18, but it was called. It was a handball. Yes, it was it was by the halfway so, line. So it's now two to one. Handballs that have not been called versus handballs that have been called in the ex- all the exact same scenarios. So <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get uh, to- all right. So I got the last two. Wait, I got two more and then oh, we're done. two more. Oh, okay. So oh, this is the person who wanted to speed up the segment here. Uh, yeah. Well, I got to give the people what they want. They want the picks. That's what they that's, tune that's in true. for. That's so true. That's true. That's true. This is that's a gambling true. show after all. So that, that is true. This is uh, true. I am going to take Roma. Roma against Real Sociedad. Roma is the home side uh, plus 118. So give me Roma plus 118 on the three way line. Uh, that is a Europa League fixture, the first leg of the round of 16 in the Europa League. Uh, Roma at home, three-way money line, plus 118 against Real Sociedad. Uh, that is out of, that is a Serie A team, Roma against the La Liga side, Real Sociedad. Mm, and then yeah. um, that is it. That that one, folks, is next Thursday, March 9th at 10.45 a.m. And then also on Thursday, all the Europa League matches are always played all on the same day. So it's a bevy of soccer. You get two windows. You get the 12.45 p.m. Eastern window, and you get the 3 p.m. Eastern window. At the 3 p.m. Eastern window, I like Uventus minus 137 on the three-way money line against SC Freiburg. So Uventus against SC Freiburg. Take Uventus three-way money line minus 137. And that is all the picks I have this week, sir, for Soccer Talk. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. So how many in total? Seven? Uh, I don't know. I lost count. I didn't write them down. Okay. So, well, perhaps we'll, we'll, before the we'll show listen. next time, I'll write them down. So, yep. but yeah, that's okay. There was a lot. There was a lot there. I think probably that's about seven a lot or eight. Of golden nuggets for the, for the listeners. So yes. we certainly appreciate that. Um, you had yeah. a soccer point that you wanted to make, sir, I believe you said, uh, no, a not a point, issue. a gripe. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, what's yep. the gripe? Okay. All right. I have to sit up for this one because I think this is, I, I don't know what I, we can call this segment something, maybe like Greg's soccer annoyance of the day, uh, <laughs> whatever the case may be. But uh, a little backstory, Benny and I have multiple conversations offline, as you may guess. And we were talking about soccer and I brought up stoppage time because Again, it just doesn't make sense to me to begin with, but wait till, oh, just wait. It really doesn't make sense here. Oh, flop. Anyways, um, <laughs> that's soccer, folks, in 15 seconds. Doesn't make sense. Oh, flop. Onana with the flop, and he's, uh, he's, really, he's really pissed at the ref here. The ref is running faster uh, than I've ever seen him run. That was the biggest flop. <laughs> 
Oh no, he hit him. He hit him. Okay. Anyways, the gripe. The gripe. Was not um, it was not a flop. Game day Greg was, was not a flop. Was not a flop. Do not give do not give game day Greg the credit. However, he should give, not give, have... give 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 game day Greg the blame there. Give game day Greg the okay, blame. Okay, we can give him the blame. However, he should not have gone down like he was uh just stabbed in the back. Because <laughs> it, it, both of his legs don't do not work apparently when you get hit in the face. But that's okay. Yeah. Um anyway, so great. So we talk about stoppage time and I know the topic of conversation at least past couple of weeks has been the fact that the amount of stoppage time, it seems to be the issue, but I have found the real issue in stoppage time. And it's the fact that the stoppage time that is announced to everyone watching the affair <laughs> is not actually the correct time. Now, when I inquired about this um, further, we, we have, we have discovered more confusion. So, from what I'm understanding, if there's five minutes of stoppage time and we're approaching the five-minute mark and say it's at five minutes, ten seconds, if there's an offensive chance, if there's somebody in the offensive zone looking like they might score, they will allow the play to go on to see if they'll score, yeah. essentially. And if they don't it's score, the five if, 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 no, 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 this is my segment, my segment, no, nope, my segment, no, 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 not your segment, not done. <laughs> the fact that we're, we're extending time out of nowhere now, okay, so we don't even get the first part right, which is the amount of stoppage time needed, and we do not get the second part right, which is actually abiding by the stoppage time. It should, it, the game should be over at 95 minutes if there's five minutes of stoppage time. Not, oh, okay, uh, the ball's in the offensive zone. Uh, we're about to shoot it. We're about to shoot it. Oh, we're about to shoot it. Oh, 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 oh let's wait, let's wait, let's wait. Let's keep going, let's keep going, let's keep going. No, no, don't, no, don't hit the stop. No, don't hit the whistles. Don't blow the whistles. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. My grandmother put uh, a sizable a wager on this game. We need to see if they score here. Uh, if it gets outside the 18 and it's punted out past midfield, then we'll blow the whistle. So we can have additional time on top of the stoppage time that's already announced. Explain that. So, okay. Thank you. That's an interesting <laughs> take. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the stoppage time number that is put up by the fourth official is determined by the fourth official. Fourth official. Not oh, even – we can't have the top three officials do it. We have to have the fourth the official. Top, the, no the wonder it's of- messed up. No wonder we're, 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 we're having problems. <laughs> the fourth official's on it. The first official is the main referee. He calls the fouls and makes sure that that's taken care of, and and makes penalty kick decisions and that and and uh, handball and corner kick and all that. The two officials on the side are primarily responsible. They can also make foul calls if the play is near them, but they are primarily responsible for determining possession if the ball goes out of bounds, who gets the throw in, and they also are uh, determining with the flag, as you may see, they stand by with the flag. They determine the offside call, so they are the responsible party for the offside. The fourth official is responsible for all the substitutions and putting those numbers on the board, who is coming in, the substitutes, and he is also responsible for keeping track of the amount of stoppage time that should be played at the end of each respective half. Or in any other sport, a timekeeper or a uh, – yes. Sure, but there is not an official timekeeper, as we've already referenced, because it's an, it's a it's a running clock in soccer, so there is no need for an actual timekeeper because there, there's nothing – it's a running clock. But anyway, I digress. Um, when they put a number up on the board, that is the fourth official's determination or their belief of what the amount of stoppage time should be. 
However, the ultimate decision lies with the head official or the first official uh, when they want to blow the game dead. Now, the minimum amount of time is the amount of time that is put on the board at the end of the 90th minute or the end of the 45th minute. That's the minimum amount of stoppage time, but that mm. does not impugn the maximum amount of stoppage time. The, st- the, the, the number on the board is generally close to what the amount of stoppage time is, but if the, if the regular official determines that the fourth official is incorrect in the stoppage time decision that's been placed on the board, then if it's five minutes he and he determines there's been 10 minutes of stoppages, the game could go for 10 minutes. So it's really up to the primary official what the amount of stoppage time is, not the fourth official. The fourth official puts the minimum amount up, and then the referee determines, the head referee determines when to actually blow the game dead in terms of the half or the game itself. So that's points how the don't stoppage matter, time folks. Works. This is like who's on is anyways. The time does not matter. The points don't matter. Um, just <laughs> is what it is. It's just clear as that. It, so the head official can overrule the fourth. The, the, Correct. The only, yes. The, the only reason, out, other than putting the substitution numbers on the board, <laughs> it, for him is to make sure the stoppage time's correct. So the the head official can overrule him. Essentially, yes. Correct. So really, the only main essential function of the fourth official is just to put the numbers on the board. So what uh, someone else sitting in the sidelines could do. Yeah, well, I guess so. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make it clear. I just, I, I just very confused by the whole stoppage time uh, procedure. And you think with more time with soccer, uh, watching more games, it'd be simpler, but it's not. It's somehow <laughs> more complicated. Um, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, yeah. So that's my big gripe with soccer this week. I'm sure I'll have one for next week, but um, that, that seems to be the main one right now. Like, Fair what, enough. like okay, give a range, give a range. It, it, so like five to seven minutes, or like five to like at least. Show but he, it. he still can't give a range because ultimately it's still the fourth official, the first official, the head official who makes the determination. So even if he gives a range of five to seven, so minutes, they can't talk to each other while the game's going on. There isn't no, exactly a lot of action, <laughs> back and forth action here. This is the way it is, man. Dead. It's it, it's not like baseball where they change the rules after 150 years. They've been doing the so so why not? This, so why, the, why can't they change the rules? Because they've been doing the same thing for 150 years. Well, a couple of reasons. Because it would not only have to be ratified by the Premier League and the FA in England, it had to be ratified by UEFA and FIFA. So there's a whole process to it where FIFA is the overarching body of all football or all soccer that takes place in the world. Uh, UEFA is the overarching body that takes place for all football or all soccer uh, anywhere in Europe, any of the professional leagues in Europe. And the FA or the Football Association is the 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 uh, uh, governing body for football or soccer taking place in England uh, or in the in the, uh, the the United Kingdom. So if you want to change rules like that, you would have to get you would have to get approval from all three levels. So it's a very cumbersome process. It's not like mm. it's not just one league. It's not like oh, the Premier League doesn't like that. They can just change it. It would have to go through the FA. Then it would have to go through UEFA. Then it would have to go through FIFA. And if it were to go through FIFA, it would be changed worldwide. Every league would change it. And maybe not every league wants to change it. So nothing changes because of the governing and political structure of how soccer works, which is very different than any other sport. Um, It's not just a league. It's a whole political entity that would have to adopt these new rules. So that's probably why there's no changes in soccer. Okay. All right. uh, Help. uh, Yeah, it helps a lot. Helps a lot. uh, Yeah. Uh, unfortunate uh, strike here by oh, Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
That's unfortunate, but that's okay. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for clearing up all my problems with soccer. Uh, all right. But that honestly did help a little bit. Uh, it was was confusing, so thank you. I'm sure okay. other listeners have, have the same uh, things here. But sure. uh, so you gave out your picks. I feel I figured I should give a pick. Oh yeah, that's right. We're gonna do a pick of the week here, folks. Yes. So Gabe Day Greg is gonna give us a pick. So of my seven picks or whatever, how many picks I made, I will give a pick of the week, and Game Day Greg will give a pick of the week. We'll do this moving forward on Soccer Talk. So go ahead, Game Day. Yes. Uh... This is my first soccer pick of the week, folks. I, you better hop on the train uh, before the train uh, goes off the roads. Uh, so let's start the hot streak now. I am going to turn to the English Premier League, where we have a Arsenal versus Bournemouth battle on March 4th at 9 a.m. Central Time. Saturday, yes. On Saturday, yep. I am choosing the under two and a half here, folks. Um, at plus 140, I'm getting plus money on my underpick, which is music to my ears. Um, even though that's probably not the right play, but yeah, no, I really like this play here. Um, Arsenal versus Bournemouth, uh, at, at Emirates Stadium, of course, uh, in Dorset, England. Um, just a couple of fun facts about Bournemouth. Uh, that I don't think you'd get this analysis from many buckets. Uh, Bournemouth enjoys 7.7 hours of sunshine every day. Uh, so, and they have 4.7 million tourists that uh, come through every year as well. And uh, Winston Churchill almost died in Bournemouth. Uh, it's Bournemouth, not Bournemouth. Just a support. Uh, it's, it's spelled M O U T H. It's not the way they pronounce it. That's no, okay. I, I don't care. I don't care how they pronounce it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm pronouncing it correctly. Bournemouth. Uh, uh, yeah, Winston Churchill almost died in Bournemouth. Uh, um, and then they also serve up to more than 2,000 ice creams a day. I thought that was interesting. Um, not really sure why. I didn't read past the headline. I just wrote the headline down. But they're serving up to more than 2,000 ice creams a day. I feel like I could really weigh down the players. <laughs> folks, uh, that helps with the under. The folks, uh, the players will not have as much stamina going into the game, eating that much ice cream. That's a lot of ice cream. To serve for not uh, such a big population there. Um, so, yeah, if we're, if we're eating like that, and I hear the wind is going to be uh, picking up out of the northwest uh, <laughs> over at uh, Emirates Stadium there. Um, so if even if the even if the ball does um, pierce through the air, it, the wind could take it and the goals are not exactly that big, folks. Um, plus the goalie has plenty of time to react in soccer. <laughs> Apparently not enough time to react for that one uh, score that, uh, halfway there. Um, he, he decided yeah, to venture thanks, out. That's, thanks what, that's that, what happens thanks. when he ventures out of his net. It's, it's, <laughs> he has one job, stay in your net. Thanks for the reminder there, sir. Much appreciated. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, I apologize for the jab there. Uh, I, I kind of feel sorry. Bad. I, I, it's all right. I, I do take, feel bad. I do feel no, bad. About that you, no, you don't. Cause uh, I take a lot of you. So it's all right. No, no, I do feel bad about that one. Um, Oh, here we go. This guy's, <laughs> this guy has his, uh, both of his hands on his head. He's on his knees. He's rubbing the back of his head. So uh, another stuff oh, yeah. to play here, but yeah, uh, that's a little bit about Bournemouth uh, that I don't think uh, w- would have been brought up on the uh, Benny Bucket side there, and I, I just think Very the under. I like that. I like the cultural. I like some morning of the play, pop early. culture references. Okay. Very yeah. good. Yeah. I am going to do just something different, just because I haven't done these yet. I'm going to go with the Bundesliga play, and I like just saying Bundesliga. So we're going to go with Borussia Dortmund there Friday. We're going to know pretty quickly here, folks. Uh, hopefully this gets up early so you can get it in. Uh, get the play in before the how game. early? So, how early is this play? 
This play is 1.30 your time. So. Oh, it'll be up. It'll be up. Okay, perfect. So you will be able to get this play in, folks. Uh, the odds may move by then as we are still approximately 48 hours or 47 hours away from kick from kickoff of the fixture. But uh, give me Borussia Dortmund money line, three-way money line, plus 123 at home against RB Leipzig, a.k.a. Red Bull Leipzig. So we'll right, so give you the money. juice. Give me the juice. I'm giving you a little bit more of a yeah, value we're, play. We're, we're, no, we're both. We're, we're both plus money. I'm plus 123. Oh, You're plus, plus. Okay, I think you said yeah, minus 123. No, okay. Plus 123. Okay, perfect. Oh, <laughs> plus money. Parlay that, folks. There's your uh, Line Breaker Sports Soccer Parlay uh, yep. right there. Um, let us know how that turns out yep. because I, I certainly will not be watching. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, yeah, do you have anything else to add in Soccer Talk? Uh, I think that's it. It's looking forward awesome. to another week. Next week we'll have a uh, we'll have a uh, we'll have a off future segment on the NCAA tournament, and then the week yes. after that, once the brackets come out, like we said on the twelfth, uh, maybe that Monday or Tuesday or when before the games start, folks. Before the games start, we will get up and we will uh, we will get a podcast going, and we'll get it up prior to that uh, that Thursday tip. I believe that would be the sixteenth of uh, of March. We will get a podcast going for you. Uh, and up before the uh, the the play starts, so oh boy, that's not oh. yeah. Uh, it's offside. The, oh, the flag it is offside. It the is offside. The flag went up. The yes. flag has bailed us out. That's, Folks, that's why you yes, the, the flag was up. That that is going to do it for our show this week, folks. Uh, this is our improv show. As we go to the uh, half, it looks like it will be one nil Arsenal here. In oh, the, we have uh, we have four minutes of stoppage time here, folks. So we're not going anywhere. Oh, we we're not. not oh, going we're going to stick around for the stoppage time. We'll folks, do some live yes, commentary for the stoppage. So this is time live commentary. Benny buckets, if you don't mind, I'd like to do a little play by play, or at least how I think soccer should be played, uh, yep. play by play here. Since I'm a little, oh, they're checking of, now. They're checking the disallowed goal. They are checking the disallowed goal here, folks, for the offside. Uh, as you can see, well, as you can see, because you're listening. Uh, Oh yeah, he's offside. He's forward. He's forward of the. Of no, the he's not. Test. Yeah, he is. Look at Who, his... Wait, who's got? Wait, the blue guy? No, the red guy. Oh, the other yeah, red the, guy is yeah, ahead of the, the ball. Red, the red he's guy is ahead of the ball. He's ahead of the ball. Yeah, he's ahead of the ball. The red guy was ahead of the ball. So, the clock is still running as they're checking this out, folks. Yeah, that's offside. Um, yeah, offside. It just offside. Came offside. They Perfect. they drew the lines. They got to draw the lines manually. In the VAR center there. So. No, it is not offside. No, it is. It's no, just right there checking this no out. it is not. It is a goal. Oh. oh, it is a goal. The Arsenal crowd oh. is going crazy here, yeah, folks. You're right. It this is, is, a, it goal. is a goal. That's a good this call. This is, oh, I don't know. Oh, this could get tricky pretty quick here, folks. We're just looking at some replays here. He was not, he was in line with the ball. They have showed a replay that has shown clear in line with the ball. Um, VAR is once again undefeated. What a bad turnover. Jesus. Terrible turnover. What, what is he doing? He's just standing there. Oh, but that's soccer. No, but he's just he can just kick it back. Oh, but it's soccer. Uh, okay. All right. Two nothing. Now we are hoping for no goals here, folks, for the last 45 to 48 minutes or who knows how long. Yeah, well, uh, I did your play. I played the Arsenal 3 nothing, 3 nil, and Arsenal 2-1, so. There you go. So, maybe. if we if we that. do if we do lose, hopefully that's that's what we get. 
you know, we lose. All right, the Lexus, the stoppage time brought to you by Lexus is four minutes, but that is once again, it will be much more than four uh, minutes due to this. It will be more than four minutes as the time is around 48 minutes here as the Arsenal player throws it in and the ball's kicked back to the goalie. All right, that won't go. You're a good, you're a good 10 to 15 seconds ahead of me. Yeah, I won't, I won't go play by play because I don't want to showcase my talents too quickly here. Um, all right, we're just kicking it around the pitch. Arsenal's just going from left to right in the defensive zone. Yeah, there's going to be about... Okay, what is the goalie? Okay, all right. I see what the goalie was doing there. The goalie was going to back up in case the ball was passed and went past the defender there. All right. All right, Arsenal just looks like they're having ball possession here to run out the half. Uh, they are seem to be happy with a 2 nothing lead. Um, I feel this is their version. Oh, and we have just got a full-on body check from the Everton forward on the uh, Arsenal midfielder. Um, at the 49-minute mark here, there is a free kick being awarded. Free kick. Oh, yeah. There we go. That is a body check. That is a hip check there. Hip check. Yes. That's right. The back was turned, but this is not hockey, so there will not be a two-minute cross-check <laughs> penalty or boarding penalty. This will just be another play-on scenario. Um yeah, yeah. Arsenal's just playing your classic cat and mouse game here, folks. Keeping the ball away from Everton until the clock runs out for the half. Smart. What I would do. Oh, here. Oh, oh, oh. And the goalie runs all the way out. Oh, we. Oh, oh, oh. So this, this would be infuriating if I was listening to this on the drive home. We are just. There's no conversation. Well, with with the uh, yeah, well, I mean, soccer is not really meant to be listened to on the radio, to be honest. But. Oh, and they somewhat stuck to the wow. So they ended at 49 minutes and 50 seconds. So they only added on 15 50 seconds for about a two uh, two minute 30 second uh, delay ordeal there. So that, yeah. once again, that makes sense. Again, I don't know the metric system. It's all iffy. All right, folks, that'll do it uh, for this week. I'm Game Day Greg alongside Benny Buckets. Uh, we hope you have a fantastic weekend and a fantastic week, and we will talk to you next week. Yes, take care.